1: Hey guys, this is Mike Vidano and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers. Before we get into today's after game review, uh, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode, this podcast, and all of thp and uh, stars lose by a final score today of six to three the score was not indicative of how i felt about the game uh but we have a lot to talk about so without further ado let's go ahead and bring in chris who is the typical person on here but it's good to see uri again hey uri how you doing man
0: hey yeah, great to see you guys how are you guys doing on this lovely Saturday afternoon in dallas right
1: yeah it, <laughs> Very it, good. We were, we were good. It, it, I mean, it's a good day. It's a good day. It, it's it's pretty outside. Everything's going well. It's just a little frustrating with uh, how everything has been going in uh, today's game. But, uh, Chris, let me get your initial thoughts, and then your eye. I'll get your initial thoughts on this game and what y'all thought. Chris?
2: Well, I, it was kind of a chaotic game through the first two periods, uh, and then, like, just a bubble burst, and then three goals all in a row happened like the game was a close game the entire time and the score just doesn't look like it at all so really weird afternoon game oh ryan you're Oops. muted
1: uh, my mic was muted sorry you're right uh what was some of your initial thoughts on uh, this game today
0: well i was I, w- I was completely sure that it will go to overtime since i'm staying up late for this game and doing <laughs> the game with you guys but unfortunately it did not i wish i would i wish it would go to overtime at this point, but uh, for me, it's uh, really another winnable game that was lost by the Stars. Uh, I think they had their game, they had the game in their hands and lost it by the individual mistakes. Honestly, all all games they lost throughout the season so far could have been won, so that's probably a good sign uh, for the future. But uh, still, a little bit gutted how the third period unfolded here.
1: Yeah, so let's just go over just uh, some quick notes over the game here tonight, guys. Um, so, obviously, no Mira Haskin in again, which it we thought we were going to be able to see him in today's game, but uh, that was a big storyline coming into the game before anything started. But uh, literally about a minute and a half into the game, uh, Mason Marchman gets a pass from uh, Tyler Sagan, puts it in the back of the net, and it was uh, off of a uh, New York Rangers turnover. So, Stars are up 1-0 uh, right, off, right off the bat in uh you can't really say it's the Minutemen because they're not really the Minutemen. But uh, nonetheless, one to nothing stars right off the bat.
0: It was also the 69th second of the game, so it was really nice to see. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't understand that, then you're not going to get ever get the joke. Um, anyways, uh, going through the first period, and I didn't really write for... Th- you know right much through the first 10 minutes of the first period but there were chances both ways and then there were some really good uh D plays by Hanley and Hint uh, specifically uh and there was a, a good defensive play by Ryan Suter but literally about 11 minutes 18 seconds remaining in the first score becomes tied from Chris Kreider he scores off a rebound it was a bit of a lucky bounce but I mean that's hockey right there and it's one-to-one right there
2: yeah, that was just straight luck, in my opinion. I mean, the, he missed the net by a mile. It wasn't a, it wasn't one of those passes off the boards because the Dallas boards aren't normally that bouncy, and he just got a weird, weird kick and it was just, it was just lucky for the Rangers, in my opinion.
1: And uh, going through the rest of that period, uh, th- there were some opportunities that Dallas could not take when it, when it when it was getting out of their own zone. They could not get out of their own zone to save their lives sometimes, and uh. Robertson would hit the post off of the rush. Pavelski would get pulled down trying to go for a rebound. It doesn't get called. And then on the flip side, uh, Lundqvist gets called for a penalty and it puts the uh, Rangers on the power, cl- uh, the power play. Um, one of the things that was mentioned is the Stars have the sixth best penalty kill in the NHL. I don't know if that's the case anymore right now, but uh, nonetheless, it's a good stat to have. Um, but I was really frustrated about that Uriah, that particular play when Pavelski was pulled down. And Lundqvist was called for an interference penalty. And what what did you think about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating for for sure. But uh, I was actually kind of interesting to see because Rangers were coming to the Dallas, like their power play was pretty cold at that point. And uh, I was hoping that it will stay that way. Unfortunately, it didn't later in that game. But uh, I think the kill was pretty all right. And uh, the end of the first period was a bit sluggish from the stars, but they still like managed to uh, have some scoring changes. I, I I also wrote that SL Indel had a scoring chance by the end of the first, but uh, after it was like just the typical first period of the afternoon game, I would say. So with the chances on the both sides and the game pretty much still open at that point.
2: You're muted again, Ryan, but I'll go ahead and talk. It was a good change of pace from last year. Uh, last year, the Stars really couldn't get started, couldn't get going in the beginning of games, especially... Uh, in afternoon games for, for whatever reason. We had a real problem with that. But it, it's good to see the Stars getting going quickly. In the whole first five minutes, it was really all Stars. I mean, they said it was a half-ice game, just all downhill. But especially in the second half, you're right, Ryan. The Rangers really kicked it up. It was kind of a of two halves in that period. And the Stars were really on their heels at the end of that period. But it was nice to see
0: actually some activities <laughs> on the ice on the first period, because uh, last, last year, the first period, we were just like to be there and nothing happened at all. So Mm -hmm. at least some hockey happened and there was some action on the both sides. So that was, at least that was encouraging to see. Yep.
1: So let's go ahead and get to the end of the first period. What happened at the end of the first period there, this was probably the most noteworthy thing up to that point. Uh, Delandria is skating by Shosturkin with literally 17 seconds left and he clips uh, Shosturkin. Um, that I think that was probably avoidable by DeLandria. Did Schusterkin sell it? Oh, boy, did he ever. He milked it for all it was worth. Uh, there was a scrum that it would ensue on the other side of the ice. Obviously, all the Rangers want at DeLandria because of their Vesna trophy winner. And out of that, Panarin gets two for roughing, and then they give DeLandria uh, four minutes, I guess, total, two penalties, one for tripping and one for roughing. And uh, it, it was just really frustrating. This, And I think coming out of the first period for me, I I said it, the Stars have to stay out of the box. They have to stay out of the box. And if there's anything that we can talk about that needs to stop happening, is that. If they stay out of the box, they win this game probably, in my opinion. I I really think they do. So do you have any other thoughts about the end of the first period how the first period went, you guys?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, this is just a reckless penalty by by Ty, really, and totally avoidable and uh for, the, for, for for the thing about it, I mean uh, he he was he, he did see what what, what, what what was going to happen, so it was like, yeah, Chesterkin did sell it, but so would Eltinger at, at, mm-hmm. at, at, at his place. So I'm not totally concerned about that. Uh, and Rangers had pretty much all the intermission to prepare for the power play. and with the, with the fresh eyes, I mean it was bound to happen what, what, what happened afterwards that they, did they score. By actually nice feat uh, to, I think I think it was Trochek who scored the second goal. So, I mean, I think it's totally avoidable. I think the Boer will have a word with Delandria, actually, to avoid th- these type of penalties because they are just shooting to their foot really at, at this point.
2: Yeah, we should have a word with all of them because it's every single game is what these penalties are happening, and nothing has changed. It's been it's been ten percent of the season so far with this game. Some someone's got to give.
1: So let's just go ahead straight into the second. Yeah, you mentioned the Trocheck goal already. You're right. It was a power play goal. It, it was a great shot. Um, I, I really wish Tonton had had it, but I understand why he didn't. It was literally across the zone. So the Rangers go up two to one. But literally 30 seconds after that, Hint scores off a rebound, and the Minutemen do their job. I'm calling it a Minutemen goal because it's 30 seconds after they score, it counts, right? Uh, It was a shot from the point. Pavelski tipped it and then hence put it away in that sequence. So uh, what did y'all think about that particular uh, those particular two plays uh, both goals?
2: It was a good response by the stars. And that first line was really the only line that was alive after the first period. They were the only ones getting chances the whole second and third period. And yeah, good that they're still going well. And they're the top line in the NHL right now, too. But it's really those penalties that really cost you in the beginning of the game. Or at the beginning of the period
0: yeah and also like uh for for me they didn't like create sustained pressure the first time but they were there when the when the things were happening i mean also later in the game but uh it was just great response i mean i was still like uh like in a very negative mood after after rangers scored and, and the stars immediately like equalized so that was actually a bit of fun like uh to have this have this response uh quick and be be it even game again so I mean it, it, it was I, I would consider it a good start to the period actually so that they were able to stay uh, equalized with with Rangers after that power play
1: well you talked about shooting ourselves in the foot you' right literally not even 30 seconds after the goal by hints uh, Hanley takes an inter- interference penalty um I, I mean wasn't it an interference penalty maybe but at the same time it's it's like you see that weak. play all the time and I was a little frustrated with that, but this, they would go on the power play. Hence, we have a shorthanded chance there. It was a really good chance. Uh, about 14 minutes, 27 seconds into the period, I wrote this down, uh, the icing where it looked like Robo beat him out, and I guess he didn't, even though he really did. Uh, and then literally right after I wrote that, uh, it comes back from a commercial break, and we get the stunning news that Jake Ottinger is no longer in the game. Wedgwood is in the game, and... I put the question injured, um, what were your initial thoughts after hearing that other than maybe concern? <laughs>
0: well, first of all, I thought that it could be some sort of a equipment problem because it was like really sudden and there were no signs of Edinger actually being unhealthy or really injured or, some, or something like that. So yeah, I, I th- first of all, I wasn't stressed at all and there was like no updates whatsoever for a couple of minutes on Twitter feed so then 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 it then actually I became a little bit concerned uh Wedgewood did actually perfect when when he was tested early after he like jumped on the ice so that was actually at least that was a calming thing for me but uh I think we'll probably talk about potential ettinger absence uh, later but I mean this is just what Star fans were. Fearing probably the most, like if Altinger goes down, Heskin <laughs> is already not playing, but he probably will return to the King's game. King's game, so we'll see how major this injury is. I hope it's nothing serious, really. But uh, Wedgwood, up until the third period, really held his own, and uh, yeah, it's still a bit, a bit early to say, but I, I, I'm a bit worried, to be quite honest, as, as of, as of right now.
1: Chris, what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, my initial reaction was, "Oh crap!" And I thought the same thing. I was like, "Yeah, this has to be an equipment or something." But yeah, injury, and it might be a non-contact injury, which it would be worse. Um, I was trying to look on Twitter to see if there's any update, and DeBoer gave no update at all during post-game, so we're not going to know for a while probably about what's up with Ottinger. And from Wedgwood's play in the third period that cost us the game we might be in some serious trouble.
1: Just really worried about what the goaltending situation could look like. Because for, for the Stars, it seemed like a position of strength. Uh, you know, I mean, even coming into this season, I know Hudobin's not a number two anymore or anything like that, but he's still a capable number three, more than capable number three. Um, so anyways, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But uh, what a welcome for Wedgwood to the game. It's, you know, Chris Kreider right in front of the net after a Mason Marchman turnover. That was kind of scary. Uh, Dallas would go to the PK again. Lindell would have a good block, and it was Hanley for chipping. So Hanley with two penalties on the game. Uh, Zabinijad would score the second power play goal of the game, make it three to two Rangers. And there was absolutely nobody in front. It was a good pass, and it's just unfortunate for the Stars there.
0: Well, bad defending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bad defending. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I was also disappointed by Yanni Hakampa's performances lately, and this was another mistake, I think, from Hakapa, if I remember correctly. If if not, sorry about that, because my memory is still uh, processing all the things that happened. But uh, yeah, the coverage was, was lost, and Wedgwood didn't really have the chance on that one. Yeah, no chance.
1: Dallas, we go on the power play from a uh, Keandre Miller interference penalty. It was okay, but nothing there. Uh, the Rangers would kill it. There was a beautiful windmill save by Wedgwood on a, a New York Rangers 4-on-3 rush. It was a great save by him. And then at the end of the period, it seemed like this was a huge goal that I thought it was going to be big for the Stars. Uh, Robo makes it 3-3 three to three with a 5-hole goal on Sesterkin. It was like a broken play after a face-off. He takes it and uh, pots it right down the 5-hole. It's 3-3 three, three Stars.
0: And this is also why you have, like, star players, because they create something out of nothing. Really, and it, this was exactly the case. Like when when he scored, uh, I have to be honest with you guys. I was sure that Stars would eventually win this game because this was like the momentum shift. And uh, once Robertson scored and make to make it three-three to the end end of the second, uh, really you could see or you could feel the momentum changing. And uh, unfortunately, maybe I'm jumping a bit further on here. The momentum would eventually change for the Rangers. But, uh, yeah, this was this was definitely a, a star play move by Robertson to score really out of nothing.
2: Yeah. It's an $8 million play. Exactly. 7.75. 7.75, you're
1: right. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKane Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If That wasn't enough excitement. You can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. (laughs) So uh, one thing I did notice, and I think this was glaring to me at the end of the game, was right after that goal, the Stars had a minute where it was just flat out straight towards Shesterkin. And they had two giant uh, odd man rushes. It was a three on one, and then a four on two, and they squandered both of them. And they were not even able to get a shot off on either one of those. And those are the kind of things that, in the Pete DeBoer system, that you have to take advantage of. And I mean, we saw in today's game uh, with the with the three Ranger goals and like you know, two minutes and 26 seconds or something like that, that it can change super quickly. So if they they had an opportunity to get another goal off of those odd man rushes and it didn't happen for the stars, unfortunately. So that would end the second period going into the second intermission. What were your initial thoughts after the second period? I
2: was with you, right? I thought we were going to win after that. I mean, I did
1: did too. No, I You take the lead late
2: in the second after a real back and forth period with all the penalties and we're still there. I thought we were gonna we were gonna take it so
1: so going into the third period, wedwood is still in the net, but otter is on the bench so that's a little bit of relief for Stars fans a little bit less anxiety but he's still not in the game unfortunately so I guess it was enough of an in, in blah, 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 excuse me injury to keep him out of the game but not to keep him in the locker room so Right off the bat in the third period, I thought the, the Stars played great. I thought at the beginning of the period, it was by far their best period. And I felt that, like y'all two did, with that goal by Robo, that it was going to change. And it looked like it was going to. Uh, Robertson would, would appear to get his second goal of the game. Uh, again, another five-hole. It was a great play by Robertson, but it was very obviously offside. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was off of a coach's challenge, and, you know, Great for the the Rangers head coach to do that, Gerard Gallant, but uh, right after that goal, or right after that non-goal, I guess I should say, three goals in two minutes and 20 seconds for the New York Rangers. First one is uh, Jones, second one is Gautier, and the third one is Trochek. The first one, Dallas just couldn't get out of their own zone. The second one, Wedgwood just made a split-second decision, and unfortunately it was not the right one. And then uh, the third one, it it was just Trochek scoring off of a six-on-five penalty there. So, I mean, I I was shocked at that point. It was just like a complete breakdown from the Dallas Stars there. Was it a complete breakdown by them, or was it just, you know— luck of the draw, and the Rangers got lucky here.
2: No, that was a total breakdown. I mean, the, the, you got trapped in your own zone on the first goal and then let in a soft one, too. I mean, it was off his body and then in the back of the net. He, he he should have held on to that one, and by his body language afterwards, you could tell he agreed that he should have had that one. The next one, terrible decision. I mean, to come out of the net like that. Also terrible defending by both of the defenders. The forward just skates right between them. Don't know what happens there, and then the third one is just—it it looked like laziness in the defensive zone after being upset that you just let in two goals in a row. So
0: yeah, I think they were already distracted by the two goals, so yeah. their heads were already not in the game. Like I like Scott Wedgewood, really like a backup. He's great option for the Stars. Uh, he did some incredible saves right uh, up until the fourth goal, but uh, you 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 got to you got to be true here and uh he was partly to blame for the for both of the goals that really decided this game first one i mean yeah the stars were trapped in their own zone but the shot trickled through his glove uh he he gasped and rightfully yeah. so because he he should have had it and the fifth one honestly i don't know what he was thinking like uh he went for a, for a field trip there and really I, I mean, kudos for Julian Gauthier to finish it th- off to, to finish it off like that, because it was tough angle and he was already like uh, fall, falling down. But uh, those two goals actually decided the game, and Scott Wedgwood is is partly to blame here. Uh, will, will it happen with Jake Attinger? Probably not. But I think I I got the point that even if Attinger was even if it was good to good, good to come back, Wedgwood was great up until that fourth goal. So the stars. Uh, bench and the coach staff really didn't have any reason to pull Wedgwood away from the game and return to Ottinger even if Jake was healthy enough so I was totally on board with Wedgwood continue to play to play that game but sometimes like uh stuff happened and uh and 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 this one I mean he he would like to have those two goals back for sure agreed
2: Hey, Ryan, you're muted again. So I have nothing to talk about this. I'm really bad at that.
1: Sorry. I'm sneezing a bunch today, and I'm trying not to sneeze on my mic and like freak everybody out on the internet. So I'm just like, sorry. Go ahead, Chris.
2: Uh, No, I couldn't think of anything to say.
1: (laughs) So you're just filling in for me. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, what I was saying is after that, not really much happened. And after that, I was completely... I mean, what an emotional swing! You think you take the lead in a big game against the Rangers, and then they score three on you, and the game's over. So, I mean, there was a couple of stars power plays there at the end of the game, but it was kind of pointless at that time. Uh, Yeah. I mean, what what was your overall takeaway? Let's talk about specifically the third period for a second, and then we'll talk about what really happened in the game.
0: My overall, sorry, sorry, Chris. Go Um, ahead, Yuri. Yeah, thanks. My takeaway was really that penalties killed them. To let's, let's just say it straight up, like they, it, it killed them. And uh, also, like ice hockey is game of momentum, and if you manage to pull the maximum possible out of your momentum, you're gonna probably win. And the Stars nearly did it with Robertson. Like really, even the even the fourth goal, which was uh, then counted off. It was, again, like uh, everything from nothing, really. The, the loose pack, he he, he, he he take it and, and he scored. Uh, then it was laid, laid off, rightfully so. But uh, this was like another momentum shift for the Rangers, which then like totally capitalized on the three really quick goals. And and that's it. Like game, game ended and, and you, you really got to move on at this point.
1: Chris, what are your initial thoughts on the third period? And then, you know, what happened in this game?
2: I mean, the third period we were playing well and then just, like I said, blew up. I mean, the goaltending was not good on the first two goals of the third period. Uh, I, I don't like the, the mental toughness from the players after it either. I mean, you give up a goal or two like that, you should have some fight back. And they really just rolled over after those two goals happened, which is not good to see. Um, and then just overall, we're still just taking too many penalties. I mean, you're not going to win when the other team has scored two power play goals and your best players are kept off the ice five different times. I mean, that's just not a winning recipe. Every, time, every game that we've lost this year, we've given up at least one power play goal. So that's th- – there's the problem. I mean, we're the most penalized team in the league, and n- now we're out – one of our best penalty killers and our goalie, so you're not you're not going to win that way.
1: So Chris, let me go ahead and go to you first, so I can give your eyes some time to think about it. But who is your biggest winner and biggest loser from this game? I have I have a couple in my opinion.
2: Yeah, biggest winner, I'm going to give it to Robertson. I mean, he had an assist on the rope goal, and then just the solo effort on the end of the second period was great and totally flipped the game on its head, or what we thought would flip the game on its head and biggest loser i guess ottinger cuz he got hurt <laughs> but that that's that's going to be really bad for the stars if it's a longer lasting thing and not getting any word after the game kind of scares me a little bit too i mean they said that doctors are checking him out now so that is not a good sign in my opinion yeah, really quick I mean, about
1: ottinger there's a uh, th- i'm just now seeing this this is from saudiusa he tweeted this about 4 minutes ago but uh, this is Pete DeBoer, and the question was asked: uh, Was it a good sign that Ottinger returned to the bench? And he said, uh, "The fact that he left the game isn't a good sign." Uh, Jeff Reese, the goaltending coach, said that he hasn't seen Ottinger pull himself out of a game. I think that's probably the concerning piece. Yeah, not, not to freak, not to freak people out, but that that is extremely concerning.
0: I'm thoroughly freaked out now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're you're welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jake Jake is known like also from his Boston years. If he's partly injured, he stays in the game, and that was also the thing that I really think about it. it if it was his call, then it could be really dangerous, like for us Stars fans, really. Yeah.
1: So, right, you want to give me your biggest winner and biggest loser from this game today? You got somebody specific?
0: Yeah. I mean, I have have a couple of those. I mean, for a while, it looked like Scott Wedgwood would be the biggest winner uh, because he, like, came in relief for a danger. He did look great. Uh, Once Jason Robertson scored that fourth goal, it was then disallowed. Like, I thought Wedgwood was really... I also had, like, written, pre-written, and it was probably my fault that he then uh, let those two goals because I have have pre-written that Scott Woodward is one of the stars of the game for me, uh, but then immediately after I wrote that he he, he led that, that fourth goal in and uh, really uh, right now I have no like pure winners apart from the first line which were at least on, on the score sheet and they were also analytically I think pretty great. and uh, so Robertson Hains and Pawlowski, Uh and I agree with Chris Robertson is probably the one I would highlight the most here and as as far for the losers i have two. uh unfortunately nils Lundqvist didn't have his greatest game uh against his former team i really hoped he would uh like stick up to their asses like to show them that he is really he's really capable NHL defender and he is better than let's say braden schneider or he, or or even jacob Truba. I think I, th- I still think here is he is I still I still think it was a mistake for Rangers to let him go and I'm really glad he's on the stars he just didn't have a greatest game he was probably like way too motivated for this game and uh, I just hope uh, he will be better in the next game and the second loser I have is actually Joel Hanley because he is a seventh defender he is not supposed to be uh like uh, on, on he's not supposed to be uh, uh, taking minors and, and 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 two uh in, in the game and he, he was really not in a bad way for me and this was not the greatest game by, by by Henley's standards at all so i hope heiskanen is back uh for the next game because joel henley is really your like optimal seventh defender who is capable of joining the game if somebody is injured but uh Today we've seen that why probably he's not the day-to-day starter like in an NHL lineup.
2: He, he had two penalties in only twelve minutes of ice time, too. That's so pretty bad. That's almost lowest on the entire team, including forwards.
1: So my biggest winners and biggest losers for today. Uh, my biggest losers was anybody who took a penalty because I, I'm I, I'm not going to single one person out because there was too many. I mean, there's there's too many penalties, and I think it. I don't even know what the stat is, but I I swear we have taken a four or more penalties in every single game this year so far. And actually, what I I was thinking about during the game is: is this a I don't know, like a sequence? Is this because of the system that Pete DeBoer puts in? Like, I, I would, I think what I'm gonna do later tonight is go through. And see, do some research. And is this a byproduct of the Pete DeBoer system? You know, with his past teams, have those teams been super heavily heavily penalized or whatever? So, uh, I'll I'll probably do that later tonight. But with uh, those are my biggest losers. My biggest winner, I I don't. I guess Matt uh, Blue Mel, because he's going to get in the lineup next uh, on Saturday, or excuse me. When's the next game? Tuesday night. night? Tuesday night. Tuesday night, okay, he he's going to get in the lineup because Gariannov was not noticeable at all. And if there's anybody that's going to get scratched, it's going to be Gariannov. And Mel will get in. I'd love to see him on that second line. So we'll see how how that goes. Um, just to end some sh- for with some stats for you guys today: uh, shots on goal per period, ten to seven in favor of the Stars in the first; fifteen to thirteen in favor of the Stars in the second; eight to seven in favor of the Stars in the third. Uh, overall, thirty-three to twenty-seven in shots in the game in favor of the stars Faceoff was 54 to 46 in favor of the new york rangers and then uh today this was the stat line that that kills the stars in the power play uh, the rangers are two for five but really they were three for six if, if you think about it and uh, the stars were over four so we got out special teams today and uh between that and wedgwood not getting us a couple of the saves that i think he probably wants back uh, those are the two biggest differences in the game uh, for here today for me, guys. Um, anything else that we need to mention? Because I think we're just about time.
2: Next game, uh, like we said, it's on Tuesday, November 1st, against LA Kings, 7.30, start.
0: Yeah, let's just end on a high note here because uh, Kings are coming. It will be the second night of their back-to-back. They're playing the Blues. Uh, They also, I mean, playing right now against Toronto, so it's also their third game in four nights. So this is, like, ideal chance for the Stars to really bounce back and to get a win. Also, probably if Ettinger is not able to play, to get a win for Scott Wedgewood against his former team as well. Mm -hmm. Need a win there.
1: Well, and let's end with an even bigger high note. for for Personally, for you, Uri, Uh, the last time we talked to you, uh, you... You didn't have a writing gig, and now you do. So it's congratulations to you. He, he, he's writing for uh, Defending Big D out there. That's, that's a pretty big deal, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for you. Uh, if you want to go and check out any of his work, you can go and uh, check out any of his work there on Defending Big D. You can also follow him on... Uh, at Kralik Uri, I believe is that if that's what it is, is that right? Yeah, you're,
0: you're probably one of the few people in Dallas who uh, pronounced it correctly. So <laughs> thanks.
1: for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. He is Slovak, by the way. He, he he lives right outside of Bratislava, so that's that's pretty cool that he's out there. Um. Uh. Well, along with Chris and along with Uri, my name is Ryan. You guys, thank y'all for joining us today. Thanks for spot to our sponsor DraftKings Sportsbook. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. We'll be back with you guys on Tuesday evening after the game against the Rangers, or against the Kings. Man, I'm off today. Uh, Uri will be back with us in the future, mostly more on the afternoon game side. And uh, we're, we'd be happy to have you on anytime, Uri. Thanks for joining us tonight. Great to be here. Thanks And for everybody else, we love y'all. We appreciate the support. And we'll catch you guys later. Bye.